and we hot. <laughs> we hot <laughs> and we here. It's the table. Get the table. If you a wrestling fan, get the table. Dudley Boys, shout out Dudley Boys. The table. Better than cable. Mm-hmm. The roundhouse round table. We got me, Amani T, and B in the building. And we here to talk about one championship. No cap recap for Bellator. Goddamn. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, UFC. So, <clears throat> as they say at the Roundhouse Roundtable, let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot. The effort I might oh, hide in the conference at this point. Oh my god, my circle is small as a point. No cap, I'd rather sit in and voice than hearing a big one. No cap recap for one championship. So they had two events, as well as Bellator had two events on Friday and then Saturday. Mm. Yeah, they were just busy. Everybody's just busy. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fights going on. Even boxing was going off this weekend. Yeah. So. We was just watching fights all weekend, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the first one is a featherweight Muay Thai bout. This is Carabang versus Carrillo. And this was nonstop punches against the rope for the TKO in round three. He just kept going. He he saw a chance for a win to get a TKO stoppage, and he just didn't stop till the ref stopped him. So shout out to him on a win. Yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those dominant performances. All right. The next one is Agila Boom versus Ching Long. But this was a Muay Thai Bantam weight bout. And after knocking Ching Long face first to the mat, he was able to withstand the count only for it to last long enough for more fists to the face for a round two TKO. Actually, a KO. Oh, it was a flurry of punches. Oh, it was just a flurry. It was a flurry of punches. And then it was just that one good one that just ended it. So. See, people, fighters are getting better with their accuracy when it comes to finishing. And you see the evolution of it if you watch early MMA matches to now. You see Mm -hmm. how people pick their shots. And you you started seeing it a lot with Anderson Silva. And then that's when it started to pick up more and more from there. Also, what I liked about this is he immediately swarmed after the eight count was Mm -hmm. over. He didn't really give him a chance to fully recover. He was still still wobbled after the eight count. He he just didn't make it any better by just immediately getting in there. So he wanted to finish and he got it. So next one is Dechpan and Katsa Grit. And this was a catch weight, a clear spinning back elbow for the TKO in round two. And he didn't withstand the count. It was so clean. But, you know, based off what was happening in round one, he was not going to win. So luckily he came through with that spinning elbow. That was questionable, too. It was just like, why didn't he get the eight count? But if you're watching it at home, you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It, was, it there was no way. Yeah. It, it was so clean and so flush. There was no way he needed the eight count. Yeah. That was a great call by the ref, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. To minimize the damage. Yeah, because the first round, like you said, was like that. (laughs) It was the same way. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, so next weight was a Muay Thai straw weight. This was Fairtex versus 
Dechakova. Fairtex could not withstand the flurry of punches for it to get stopped by the ref in round one. And Fairtex tried to fire back, but it wasn't happening. Maybe got off two shots and she just kept coming. It was pretty much over against the ropes because she just could not withstand the punches and they weren't they weren't exchanging. It was one-sided. So it yeah. was just like a lot of bullying going on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like Diakova was really bullying her. But at the yeah. same time, like she was doing what she needed to do. She like if 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 you wanna come in there that aggressive and you're gonna come in there putting hands on, touching somebody up that much, you might as well be able to you might as well put them out, you know, in the first. Yeah. You know, if if it's gonna be that dominant and prove that point, like that's why Muay Thai fighters be having those fire ass records, like because it's so many Muay Thai fighters and so many levels. Yeah. All right. The next one is Sam Chaz versus Suna Kev Kuakom. And this was a catchweight Muay Thai bout. And this was a clean left hook in round one. And it took all of 20 seconds for this fight to be over with. So I'm happy it was short and sweet and straight to the point because that that hook was super clean and it was like a double hook that he was trying to make a triple of, but he ended up falling and it was over. See, that's one thing. One thing about one, if if you want to see somebody get knocked out, watch <laughs> one championship because the motherfuckers go balls to the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. All right. Next one is uh, Sanigo versus Fernili, and this was a knee bar. In round one, after repositioning, he initially had it, but he was hanging outside of the ring. So they had him reposition <laughs> into the middle, and he was just able to finish it. Because he snatched the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> it looked like a heel hook at first, but no, he was just going in on that knee. Yeah. So, you know, shouts out to him. Because at, at first, it looked like he was going to be able to get out of it a little bit. Yeah. But that's when, like, once he pulled it back. It was so it. tight. <laughs> Like when the, the starting point from where they restarted, it looked like he was going to be able to get back to, you know, be able to escape. Mm -hmm. But then not knowing that the dude just snatched the shit that like that's the that's the way to do it. If you're going to do it, because if he yeah. tried to pull it slowly or just gain control and then pull, then that would have not happened the way he wanted it to. It wouldn't have been that finished. But right. uh, I think everyone in there heard the fucking pop. I think we all heard the pop. You know, we don't have to really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> for real that's it was, ooh. all right the last one for one champion was nagahama versus Haggerty. Haggerty was not gonna be denied today and nagahama he has over 300 fights while Haggerty he has about 19 wins so there was a huge difference and the amount of opponents that each other has faced but Haggerty said he knew how to beat him and he just he kept going in. He was being persistent, picking his shots. And he knocked Nagahama down three times in round one. And after the second knockdown, he just consistently went back in, did not give this man a chance to recover. He swarmed him immediately as the eight count was over. So he knew exactly what he needed to do to get this championship. And he got it done. Yeah. And the thing about it was he wasn't going to do it without a chance. <laughs> that is very true Ohama was definitely touching his chin Ohama was definitely touching his chin at the same time he had the chin to go in there and get that belt that's yeah. that was the that's the part about that that's the you know that's the important part and at the same time it just means that now you got the belt now we know what we need to work on now we know it's like the defense aspect of it 
so he won't eat so many shots, especially so many shots in the first round. Haggerty is the same one who was kicking Rod Tang in the neck and he was not falling. That's the viral clip that if you've seen anyone, you've seen that one, him kicking Rod Tang and Rod Tang just not collapsing to the ground. He's still trying to figure out to this day how Rod Tang would stand all of that. And he may face Rod Tang somewhere in the near future as well. So that'll be interesting as well. I would like to see how that's going to go. All right, we're off to Bellator. This is Bellator 294. So this is April 21st, the Friday, right? Yeah. This Friday, Carmouche versus Bennett. So they had a Bellator 294 and 295 back to back because they don't yes. give a fuck. And okay. they, they trying to shut me up because they heard me say that I think they trying to be like the UFC. And they're like, fuck you. We're going to have a back-to-back -back event. And I was like, all right, that's, damn, that's I'm going to that, That's not I'm what chill. happened. They, they that's, that's, that. that's what happened, that's, but all right. That's not what happened. Okay. This reminds me of when Jersey was like, oh, that white belt in the audience. He gave me everything that I needed. That's exactly what that reminds me of. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of fights. All right. So Bellator. This is Lucini versus Smith. And he got a triangle from the back and was able to make it tighter by using his ground and pound and just beating on this man, just all while cinching in the triangle, making it so that triangle looks so tight. And he ended up getting the tap from that. Shouts out to using your aggressive jujitsu and mixing <laughs> yes. in your MMA with the ground and pound punches to get the victory because you cannot have one without the other in MMA to be successful anyways. Next is... Fortune versus Villa Stani. And this one in in a DQ due to elbows to the back of the head. Not just one, not just three. There was a bunch of them to the back what? of the head. Yeah, there was a bunch of them. It was so oh. many to count. He just kept going in on this man's head. <laughs> and so that's when he stopped it. You know, he think he's getting the win now for a TKO. No, sir, you've been disqualified. You should have saw the look on his face. But that, it was nasty. They were vicious. You know, watch out for the back of the head. The ref's warning you and you continuing to do it. It's not going to work out in your favor. So, <laughs> all right, next, Mota versus Cross. And this one was a rear naked choke in round one with no hooks. <laughs> Zero hooks. <laughs> Zero hooks. You don't need no hooks all the time. He, he, the... he was tired enough to get this <laughs> rear naked and it was in deep. It was, it was in deep. And this was round one too. <laughs> so you can only imagine. The pace. The pace, exactly. All right, next is Sabatello versus Bruno. And this was a round two submission of a rear naked choke. They were going back and forth, and eventually Sabatello took the back and sinked in a rear naked choke, and it was cleaned under the neck. And he almost got the tap instantly once he sunk it in. Shout out to him on developing his, his game because, you know, last time he fought Stout, he was just holding him down after wrestling him, and then that did not go his way. And he went back to the drawing board and started cooking up something fresh and is working out in his best interest so far. So like I've been saying, if you're a great wrestler, it makes a lot of sense to add submissions to your game. You can get them to the ground. You can keep them there. Why not submit them there? If you're not going to just, you know, get tunnel vision and focus on your ground and pound, add more weapons to your arsenal by submitting them. That's all I'm saying. All right. Next for the final for the Friday night fights is Kamuch versus Bennett. Mm. This was yeah, this was a head and arm choke in round four, but she was losing. She was losing <laughs> bad. 
She lost the first three rounds. <laughs> this was not going her way until it went her way. So luckily she was able to get in her bag of tricks and pull out something that was going to work. Mm -hmm. And this, this worked for her because she also was saying that she wanted to get Bennett retired so they don't have to face each other anymore. But in the beginning of this fight, it's looking like she ain't going nowhere anytime soon <laughs> until she got choked out. So, yeah. well, I mean, we'll see. Cause she she definitely have the capabilities to beat this woman yeah. but she's she's gonna have to step it up for sure all right next is Sherkovich versus kakuri so um yeah let's get into it yeah i know this looks a little bit weird it's all right we hot again we gonna be hot don't worry about it we hot we here it's around us round table we was having a little bit of technical difficulties and uh it happens we here and we about to finish it, get it going. Week, two weeks later. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing to do with me. Y'all look at the... You always... She, she always... Just gotta to, let you know. She always it ain't try. me. Well, it's, it's, it's above me, sir. Uh, I don't it is above me. me. It's above me. <laughs> it's the technical difficulties uh, mixed with fucking life. Finals and tests and papers still to this day right now. So talk that talk. There's a whole lot going on. And... We still gonna get it to y'all. So let's get into it. We already we were leaving off on Kikori and Sirkovich. Yeah, so there was a KO win after a back and forth, and the right hand just mm. came right on the button and it was over. It was I like I always like whenever there's a match that's finished. I, I there's not too many times I'm like, oh man, this was a great fight all three rounds. It's not too many of those, but there are the rare occasions that happen. One of them just happened this uh, past weekend, but we'll talk about it when we get there. But I was happy that this one ended early, for sure. Yeah. There were some tall welterweights, too. Some six-foot welterweights. That's kind of tall. Yeah. I don't know if people are just trying to push their bodies to the limit or be in a, in a division just because they think it's going to be easier, but that may work in the beginning of your career, but as you continue your career and progress, your body might tell you something different. Yeah, that's why people normally, they just be going up in weight sometimes or going down in weight, you know, like Kevin Gaslam. Mm -hmm. So just because, you know, certain fighters, they, they, they feel it. They feel it. And you can see them when they get on the scale. It looks so bad. It look it looks like a, a one of those sad commercials, you know, when when they just be sit like and they got put their arms up like that, like God damn, put your arms down, bro. You look so thirsty. <laughs> yeah, your body looks very out. dehydrated. Yeah, I wonder if the UFC will ever have the clause of like a rehydration clause, uh, or like you have to be at a certain level of hydration during weigh-ins. I know one championship do that. You have to meet the weight and the hydration requirements in order to fight and i think that it's just having the best interest in your fighters and also preventing people from trying to jump down to weight classes from their regular walk down walk around weight or maybe even more so yeah i thought that was interesting maybe i mean they had enough events get canceled because people got sick and it just happens to be after you know the weigh-ins and you know, just losing all that weight. The weight cuts are causing a lot of problems with, with a couple of fighters and resulted in like last minute cancellations. So maybe if that happens enough, they'll, they'll change that. But then again, I don't know. 
you know, weight is a, the weight is a, that's a big factor. That's one of the fairness factors that kind of level out the playing field for fighters mm-hmm. and fighters take it serious. So I don't see any, I don't see the, the weight restrictions or any guidelines being changed anytime soon, whether it's like a, a plus or minus a pound type shit. Like, I don't think any, I don't think any of that. I don't think they're going to keep the weight limits uh, required. They try and keep it standard. And yeah, I, keep it. and I could, I appreciate that. Like, cause like everybody that's in those decision-making areas at this point, they have history of fighting and fighters and like these, the sanction for each like different state, like they there's sanctioned different. So like the, the rules could be different and different guys. Yeah. I, I also found out that like, there is a rule that you can't participate in no fights if you get knocked out and there's different restrictions for, for different states. So maybe it'll be 60 days or 90 yeah. days if you get knocked out. But I wonder how many fighters will have to and eventually cancel about because of the weight cut causing so many issues. I think it happened at least at a very minimum five times already this year. That's a minimum. Like there's been five fights being canceled. Yeah. Or rescheduled because of the weight issue, the weight cut issue. So just interesting. All right. Next is (laughs) Yancy Medeiros versus Charlie Leary. Is that how you said what? Med 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 med. Don't try to like Medeiros. You try to put an accent on it. Don't do that. That's what I'm. Like just just pronounce it. Medeiros. 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 That's what you're gonna go with. Yeah, Medeiros. Irios. Medeiros. All right. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, after a a theory of, of punches. And then he just took the back and just got him out of there with a rear naked choke. You know, I just like, that's what MMA is, okay? Mixing it in, mixing it up. Throw a couple punches in there and confuse them and do something else. Confuse them and do something else. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he was the shorter fighter coming in there. He had to to do what he had to do. (laughs) And he did it. He got it done. So shout out to Yancy Medeiros. Yeah. And then for the main event, Rafion stops versus Patchy Mix. I knew one thing going into this fight. I knew that if Stops was going to win, it was going to be by a fluke. And, and but other than that, I had you know I was betting on Patchy Mix, and he just happened to get it done extremely early with a knee to the face that was so beautiful. And he solidified everything that he was talking about. He was the better fighter that night. He was the hungrier fighter that night, more prepared, and he it seems like he wanted it more. And so, shout out to him on on being the the Grand Prix mix, the champion and interim champion. So just two titles, million dollars. You said the Grand Prix mix. <laughs> Grand, yeah. Uh, hey, that's what it is. Claim that but shit. Yeah, but yeah, like like Patchy Mix did, did his thing for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that Robion Stotts was in there long as long as he was because he was being disciplined and he was landing a few shots to where, you know, he was having moments to where it was like, all right, okay. He could, he could really end this if he, if he really wanted to. Mm. And then that's when the knee came because I feel like it was a moment where Stotts chilled. 
I feel like he chilled for a second. It was a moment, not completely put his guard down, but just like, you know, just like following for a second. He was trying to level change. No, because all his other, all his other shots were like a hundred percent. They were like committed shots. And that shot last, I think it was like last two shots or the last shot that he took. It wasn't like a hundred percent committing. And like, cause like, if you a hundred percent commit to a shot a lot, like sometimes shot, you can't see it coming. If it, if you commit to it just right and you catch that person, they're not seeing it. But if you don't commit to it, they see it from a mile away. And that's no, what happened. Telegraphed. Yeah. So I think that he was chilling and tried to take a shot instead of being going a hundred percent trying to take that shot. And then that's when he caught that knee. Mm. So shout out Patchy Mix, getting it done. Literally getting it done straight KO. All right, UFC time. Yep. And Bellator. They're going to be back this weekend. Excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Leon Edwards' brother is fighting in the middleweight main event. And then you got Primas and um, I do not know how to say it. Is it Barnau? I don't know. But I'm excited to see him too. Barnaway. All right. Watch, watch, watch. Look, look at that. I need watch. to hear that. I need to hear that. But I'm excited to see him fight either way. I don't know how to say his name, but I'm excited to see him. And Leon Edwards' brother, like, let's see. Let's see what you've been training with a champ. Let's see what it looked like. Exactly. Because I know so it I should know, look different. Exactly. I know it's going to, I know it's definitely going to look different. Remember to protect yourself at all times. Damn. His brother about to become champ. Maybe. He, Kamaru Usman going to be like, <laughs> everything that I'm trying to do. <laughs> nah, his brother. I don't see that happening for him. But yeah, in you know, in the, the UFC heavyweight, I don't, you know. I don't see that happening. But he was on this card that we about to talk about, so we can talk about it. Yeah, let's get it. This is UFC Fight Night: Pokovich versus Blades. We ain't doing song versus. That's messed up. We should because that that no, was some, that, got to do that was that. all right. Well, we can just talk about the main event well, because that was some artwork from Song. That was some art. All right. First we're one gonna we're going to the... talk about is Brady versus Dana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he was good at deflecting with the punches in round three for the TKO while all focused on not defending. So he eventually got caught. This was a good back and forth. And then he got caught. I thought this was going to be fight of the night until the rest of the fights happened. But he just got caught. I think he was just tired, too. I think it was like a just combination of things i think it was just a different level like some some people come in at, at, at like a different level different skill mm -hmm. level and he caught him in the third round he had dog and he took a lot of shots that's why you know it happened in the third round but brady houston he you know he tough through it he, he was eating a few shots but not as bad as they know all shout right out, next. shout out to brady houston next not gonna stay too long on this one usman versus tafa um i would say that he needs to work on his cardio. He looked unprepared very much because he was just loading up on everything and not really just like touching the wear down. It looked like he was looking for the knockout finish. That did not happen. They ended up going all three rounds. But I would definitely say work on that footwork, be more prepared, train a little bit better. I don't know, get some new training partners or something because that style is only going to get you so far. Especially like the way the heavyweight is set up when you come to rank opponents, you have some really good people in there yeah. that's just not gonna put up with your bullshit. Yeah, they're they're gonna put an uppercut where your head goes, <laughs> and they're gonna put a knee 
where your head goes because yeah. the only difference was uh junior tapa wasn't really making that adjustment and yeah. it seemed like he hits really hard yeah. so i understand why usman was trying to take him down and if they stood up any longer usman was gonna get taken down because his defense is just like put his arms out and duck his head yeah and that's not really like good boxing so i think once he gets like his boxing together, you know, and not being so square, because I think that's what him and, and Kamaru do. They stand so square when they box to the point where it's like everything is so transparent. It's, so you so he has to set it up with a jab. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get a little bit more creative with your takedowns because trying to go for the blast double or a double leg all the time, it's not going to get you there. You have to be able to mix it in. One that I would like to refer to is when Kamaru Usman fought, Leon Edwards the second time, and he saw that the straightforward double leg was not working, so he got in close and did did a single leg takedown. He ran the pipe. So mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, you're going to have to get creative like that because the straightforward, like, people are catching on. People know what it looks like, and so you have to get more creative with it. Facts. All right, but shout out to him. He got the W, though. He did get he the W, the, yes. He got the W, so unanimous decision. Junior Taffa, Justin Taffa's brother. He got a dog in him, but at the same time, a little bit more discipline for him. That's the only difference. That was the only separation. Like, Usman had that little bit more wrestling and discipline to get that W. He had to tough through it. I ain't going to say shit about his cardio because the shit that he was doing, he was supposed to be gassed from the first round on. And he was, but at the same time, he was still pushing through and taking shots and really getting takedowns and making high-energy things happen. So... We can yeah. say like the cardio's the cardio's there. Like it, like when you look at it from a, a wide lens, but looking at it from like the actual fight when we watching the fight, like goddamn, it's the first he's tired, but it's the third unanimous. So yeah, shout out to Muhammad. You got your right. got your big W, and they ain't gonna play with you on this next person. They so think that they not they not they see you coming. Yeah. All right, so next one is gonna be uh, Ronnie versus Montel Jackson. And Montel Jackson, he's like a quiet storm that I really appreciate. And he remains so calm and poised. And he still go in there and just beat the shit out of people. And I love that. And this was a round one TKO via punches after a clean hook. And so just keep it up. Just keep up the good work. Just just keep out here quietly moving through the division. It reminds me of Arnold Allen. And just keep knocking him out. That's it. Yeah, for real. Like he's he's one of those problems for Bantamweight, one of those little sleepers like that, you, you know, motherfuckers will have issues with. And mm-hmm. I think that it, he's probably one of the ones that's a problem for Aljamain, especially with his hands and how good he is on the ground, his re- wrestling capabilities as well. So and his reach. Aljamain trying to lead the division after he fights Sugar Sean. So that's what I'm saying. Well, like, I don't well, that's what I, that's what well, when I say the sleeper, that mean I'm talking about like if, if they got that chance right now tonight. You know uh, what I mean? That you know, they might get their belt took. Yeah. That's that's just you know kind of how I look at it. And I, and what one thing that's like don't a lot of people don't talk about Montel Jackson about how he studies. So it's just like him actually studying his opponent instead of just trying to come in there or half ass study and not stick to the game plan. So you got to study and be disciplined. That's what he did and really got the KO round one. Yes. And just moving in silence. Keep keep doing what you're doing. He say trying to stay under the radar, but soon. Once you get in them rankings, it ain't that ain't no under the radar. You gonna need to either move up or just stay where you at and what you yeah. wanna do. Yeah. So. All right, next is Ricky versus Christos. Christos Giagos. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to mess his last name. 
Yago. Anyways, thought, yeah, clipped him with the left. Glenn was was trying to find his distance in a cocky way. I think that's what that was his downfall. And he got clocked with a short right elbow and then a left, and it was over. Sure. Not being cocky, like I don't know. It was it just seems very cocky to me the way he was trying to find his distance, like he was playing with his food and just like he was trying to put on the show, but it was too soon to put on the show, and he suffered yeah, for and, sure. And Christos Yago's got performance tonight. He sure did. Jeremiah Wells versus Matthew Smellsberger. This one was a split decision. Jeremiah Wells was fighting for his life. Yes, for real. he was. Cardio-wise, and I guess he was fucking his legs up, too. He did not have an answer for them leg kicks. Like, y'all need to learn how to check leg kicks. It's not that hard. Yeah, that, that's like a frequent problem with, like, guys that like are stronger it's like they feel like they invincible sometimes and it's like they feel like they don't got to check kicks because the first or the second one ain't hurt next thing you know it's the eighth one and it's like damn that shit hurt <laughs> it, that shit really hurts now oh, you're yeah. thinking about it you know instead of just thinking about it every time it happens and checking it so yeah. jeremiah wells you did everything you needed to do you had to pull the dog out of that one but yes, I, I, at did. the same time, it's just like you. I don't know if you really needed to, because it's just like getting him to the ground was really important, and I think he, he wasn't really setting it up to try to take him to the ground. I think he was just trying to just go in, swing, <laughs> and then stop, and then try to take a shot. No, or take yeah. a shot, take a shot when he hurt. Yeah, it was uncalculated. Need to be more calculated, and you gotta put a good game plan together and make it fluid and not forced. So. Yeah, it's like giving yourself rules. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. well, shout out Jeremiah Wells. You still got the W. Yeah. Like we coming down hard on people today, and they got the W. <laughs> <laughs> because they might not get the W next time. Like yeah, this, like this, squeaking this, it out is not the thing. It's, like, it's not. It's not. If it's if it's that close right now, like your next competitor is probably gonna be higher on the list. So you're it's less mistakes you have to make in order to be successful. I'm surprised you ain't want to talk about Yasmin Luciendo and Brogan Walker. She got dog walk. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> but what I will what I will speak on real quick is like I don't like that Brogan Walker lost to Juliana Miller and she's higher up. Like she's in the main card and Juliana Miller had to go into the early prelims, but it was on a pay-per-view. But maybe that goes back to <laughs> management. Yeah, I guess that is the difference, but they made the same. No, both of them have some work to do because they both lost their, their first official fight into the UFC. And it's like, you thought you was prepared, but you're not really prepared. So I, I wonder if they have to figure out if that's the correct division for them. Do they need to go up in division? Do they need to just train harder? Like, there's some questions you have to answer for yourself after your first match at the UFC. And, you know. Well, the UFC is, is they got lanes of how people come in. Luciano just happened to be one of the nice ones. But yeah. the only one who having an easy entry to the UFC is Bo Nickel. Everybody else getting dogs or, like, Women, I think he, I think color. Jamie Jamie Pickett was a dog. I think Jamie Pickett was a dog. I just think the way he went through him with that nut shot, I think that and then set then off a no chain air. reaction. Yeah, I, set off I a chain hear reaction you. I hear you. I would have believed that if they would have went with their first first official date when they were supposed to fight December seventeenth, they ended up waiting five months later, four or five months later to do the fight, and that's when it's just like no, like you could have picked a new opponent. You there were so many other that's, things that that's, could that's have probably happened. what they was trying to do in that five months was give them a new opponent. That's, mm -hmm. that's they, they it kept it the same, and it's just like we know when y'all trying to set somebody up. 
and Bo Nickel is trying to be set up right now. We know. So just let's keep hey, moving. Hey, hey, if the man got good management, that's just what that's it's how just because he a wrestler. But the thing is, you know what's coming. He's about to immediately take a shot, throw a knee up the middle, yeah. throw an elbow, uppercut. I bet you a deterrent because he does the same way. He goes straight in for the blast double. It's not even hit it, it's transparent. The only difference is he's coming in with full force. That's the only difference. So your next opponent, do your fucking research. You know what's coming. It's the shot, bitch. It's the shot. Well, no, I think people. I think people don't get the speed. Maybe his speed is the difference, and the setup is different. Like, ain't no way you just gonna be a collegiate champion. And then, like, come in and people are going to be able to read every shot that you come. And sometimes it's like you could read the shot all day when the shot is that good and committed and he get the hands locked on the other side. It's, you could know all day long, but you're still going down. So, I think it's like the, the same thing with John Jones. It's like people get starstruck. And so instead of implementing their game plan and being first, they sit back and try to wait. And they just, like, get starstruck in that moment rather than immediately initiating. Yeah, I guess that could be that could be a part for this for what's his face. I don't think so. I don't think Jamie Pickett think, got got starstruck, and I, I think don't think that was hype. the case. I think it's all hype. This is another Patty Pimblet. It's all hype. Look, that's a, <laughs> it's gonna set you up. And you're gonna he, be, like, oh, he be man, having to personally really grapple with somebody to see if it, if it, if they like that. <laughs> you gotta personally see because you believe no, it. Like, because, because some people just are it, different. And I watched his. I went back and watched the Contender series, and the same thing. It was he does a really good job of mixing in his wrestling with aggressive jujitsu. He does a really good job of that. But what I'm saying is, you know, he's trying to get you to the ground, and just in the beginning, the first thing you should do is fake that knee, fake that knee, and fake that uppercut. I guarantee you, he might. Hesitate just a little just, bit, and that's yeah, your window. Stand up that's a your window. Longer. Yeah, that's your window. That's all I'm saying. That's it. All right. But once they start getting touched, you know what's yeah. happening. And the and the thing about it is, when motherfuckers start getting good, they start feeling they themselves while they boxing. They touching, you know, everything's hitting jab, hook, all that. Everything's touching. And then they start leaning their hips in. They start bopping their shoulders, and next thing you know, is the takedown. <laughs> it's like. Every time it's like the strikers, they's like they love it once they in that realm. It's just like being able to have that discipline to know that shit is coming because you're touching yeah. him up. Like if you if if you hit somebody three probably like three times in a row with good shots or okay shots, just be ready for two. a take. Yeah. <laughs> just be ready for a take that up. Like two two of them make the head go back. Like just be ready for the shot. But I want to talk about real quick Bobby Green and Jared Gordon. This was a good fight. Jared Gordon got a chip on his shoulder because, you know, he beat Patty Pimblett. We all know he beat Patty Pimblett in that fight, except yes, for the judges. Is. That was only only people that don't think he won that fight. And Bobby Green really was trying to come back off of that Drew Dober shit when he was winning the fight and just backed up against the cage because he got fatigued. Yeah. yeah. That, that cardio, that cardio really be the nah, thing for my body. I think he got caught up in the hands being thrown, honestly. he was His back was against the cage. His, yeah. back, his back was against the cage, like, and then he got tagged, and he had to step off. And then that's when he got tagged again, and he had to step off again. That's when Drew Dober got him. But we talking about mm -hmm. Jared Gordon, and these motherfuckers clashed heads because they were both headbutting each other. That's how that happened. Bobby Green thought he got a KO. Yeah, he did. He knew in his soul it was the, the elbow it touched. But that was not the elbow. That was your <laughs> your head bone. Your cranium. <laughs> 
That was your head bone. But mm-hmm. I don't, you know, Bobby Green gonna get another fight. Yeah. They, run his back, they should run good. his back. But yeah, like, and Bobby Green know Bobby Green know what he need to do because at the same time he was just walking forward at Bobby Green and swinging because Bobby Green is really good counter striker, so he was mm-hmm. walking forward at Bobby Green and making Bobby Green have to defend his space, and he was counter striking on Bobby Green. So Bobby Green, you see what what the, what the game plan is next: Brad Tavares versus Bruno Silva. Yes, round one TKO right wow. after the check right. Yep, knee up the middle, then straight left to get the stoppage. It was beautiful. You're gonna see somebody perform that well against the former champ and not get Brad Tavares out there in the first round. Brad Tavares bit off way more than he could chew in this one <laughs> for sure. His management should have told him something for real, <laughs> for real. He and he got in that bitch like it was all sweet. Bruno Silva is a problem. And I think I think everybody needed to see that Brad Tavares fight. I think they needed this example. Because I, I feel like the fighters know fighters know Bruno Silva ain't nothing to play with. And I think that the training camp that he did between or for the Pereira fight really got him nice. Mm. Shout out to Bruno Silva performance tonight. Keep doing what you're doing. Speaking of performance of the motherfucking night, Sergey Pavich versus Curtis Blades. I will say this about Sergey. He is very consistent and finding his shots. And I think he chews them wisely. I will say that Curly's Blaze needs a new entry for his takedowns because it's straight up the middle. Blast double. It's not, it's not hidden. You know it's coming. Uh, so as a wrestler, you need to be able to dis, you know disguise those in and MMA to get what you want to get, especially as you get closer to the champion. Palkovich is going to be a problem. I really hope Blades work on his entries. And this, to me, was just sad to see, but I knew it was going to go this way. I was like, I was thinking Vegas is fucking tripping. Y'all think y'all got, y'all got the underdog? I was like, that's good underdog money right there. That's good underdog. And... Curtis Blaze, yes, I feel like he was one of the big prospects at a certain time, but Pavich is definitely here now. And and he and he made it really look easy from the beginning, from the very beginning, from the like he he started making contact immediately and to the point where like throughout the round you was just waiting for the shit to happen. Mm-hmm. He ain't let Curtis Blaze really wrestle as much as he wanted. No, nah, he ain't let him do shit. Now Curtis Blaze is now, now it's just like, damn, who you about to go against now? That'll be hard. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who he'll be going against. But shout out to Sergey Sergey on the big W. This is a huge W. Now the eyes is really there. Talking about we want John Jones now. John Jones, I don't think John Jones is scared, but it's just like the risk is just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like Sergey is is really good, and it's just like. Where the money at? <laughs> we, which y'all, we y'all, we y'all talking about? Like y'all just trying to put him in the octagon with anybody? Put the legacy up for grabs at any given moment, given time? They be really trying to do that to people sometimes, but not certain fighters, but some fighters. Yeah. All right. Now I'm gonna talk about Song Yudong real quick and Ricky Simone <laughs> because right, through his entire videos, he was like, "Oh, you know, Yudong never been a bully. I'm the bully. I usually bully people the entire fight, which is true." That did not happen this time. Ricky was definitely the nail and Song Yudong was definitely the hammer and it looked completely different. It's just 
He couldn't take a shot. He could not do nothing. He could, Sonny Dunn ran the entire match from start to finish, and it was crazy to see. But as we talk about, as they get closer to number one, it looks different. People train different. They're at a higher pace. They're at a higher level. And it was crazy. And Sonya Dong was the underdog in this car. And I was saying to myself, I see, I got to start betting again because all these underdogs <laughs> that I know that's going to win, it's crazy. I've just been missing out on money. And it's crazy. But it. It was it was different to see. It was something that needed to be exposed. But I think Ricky, he's gonna learn a lot from this and come back with oh, a yeah. better he's game not, plan he's next time. Yeah. yeah, he's not the one. This is not gonna deter him. This is yeah. a learning lesson for him. And I think he, he's gonna come to. back because he got the cardio for days. And yeah. so he's gonna come back and be a problem. So just like be on the lookout and don't think like this is gonna be an easy layup for you because he's probably gonna be a completely different fighter in his next fight. Yeah, and another another two. Marcus McGee. Oh, that was fire. Marcus McGee. Look out for him. He's nice. And he's one of the motherfuckers seem like he got to go for broke. Not in like, I need to swing the hardest, but in the sense of he need to work the hardest and get the right fights and all that. I see he seemed like one of the motherfuckers that he, he want to fight. He goes after it. Short notice fight too. And he had exactly. just fought two weeks before that fight and came out and finished the fight early. I love that. It was so nice. I, he got a fan for me. I'm a fan. Yep, same. And I've I've been a fan. Boralo, he got the round two submission. He's another problem. One that's for the lookout. But hey, we did a whole lot in this segment, and y'all gonna see a whole lot of it. Make sure y'all go check with us on all social media, all streaming platforms, everywhere you just Google us. You're gonna find it. Roundhouse round table. It's me and Monty T, and we got B, and we are out of here. I use the heat as a sword, cause keeping peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.